Hey, this is my best friend Carolyn. And this is my best friend David. We're a couple of vodka lovers. With a codependent relationship over a decade long. And this is Will Will and and Grace Grace and Vodka. Vodka. Cheers. Hi, Queen. Hi, Queen. Mm. (gasps) God damn it, I'm so happy to see you. Merry impeachment and happy inauguration to you, David. Cheers. Bitch, we have a new president. Holy fucking shit. It doesn't feel real. I know. But I also today, I got more work done. Yeah. Like without even like pushing myself that hard. Like I just felt more at ease and productive and positive in every imaginable way. Uh, Truly, I watched the press briefing <laughs> she'll get through it don't worry guys <laughs> i watched the press briefing yesterday and mm-hmm. today and it was so boring and like <laughs> <laughs> i was riveted <laughs> <laughs> Good I have cried you. one one thousand times. This has been oh, just so cathartic and like, ugh. oh, god damn, it feels good. It feels so it good feels... to not think about it constantly. Seriously, it feels or so worry good not about to it wake constantly. up. To not wake up and think what fresh hell has mm-hmm. befallen us in the night. <laughs> to to I edited two chapters today and didn't look at my phone once. Oh, way to go. Oh my gosh, speaking like, of not even new one book. time. New book. They knew that. Didn't they know that? Yeah, but like I mean, you've made so much progress. It's coming I'm along. Hoping, I'm hoping to send it to my editor by the end of next week. Oh my god, that's so exciting. Thank you. There's only so much I can do. Like I'm going to throw the edits that I've made on paper into the second draft. That'll be my third draft. I'll look at it one more time probably, but not make too many changes and then send it off, I think. Because, like, there comes a point where, like, like, how many edits can one make without their editor? (laughs) Truly. I mean, like, you, like, it's your job to, like, create a draft that you are comfortable sending away to somebody to say like where you can say like I feel like this is ready for prime time and so that they yeah. can tell you you're wrong it's not and um uh like that's what editors do right based on my extremely yes, limited absolutely. understanding and I'm sure like she's her voice is in my head and I'm I'm like I'm sending her this like so much more polished than my my manuscript was the for the first book so I'm sure she'll be Hopefully, happy. <laughs> of course, David. Any news in your life? <laughs> I moved. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! Uh, it's still in LA, but uh, moved in uh, to a new place uh, with boyfriend, and that's where I'm recording from now. It's lovely. I have an office that I'm recording. I from. mean, come on. Like, thank you, little baby Jesus. Um, Truly. And what else happened? That's the big thing. I don't know. I can't focus on literally anything else. So it's that. 
for the time being. Yeah. God, I love when you get in a new place and then you're finding all the places where all your things go. And like you haven't had all of your things. Like you haven't lived in a place with all of your things in almost Mm -hmm. a year. Yeah, because I like when the pandemic started, you know, I started living like living, but not I didn't move in, but living at Mm. boyfriend's place. And so you have like a closet with your things in it now. Yeah. And all my clothes, not just some of them. Mm-hmm. And like I, my I mean, books and my furniture and my kitchen stuff. It's it's amazing. I'm so I'm so content. I'm sleeping like a little infant. I mean, last night I this better yesterday was the inauguration. Mm-hmm. We're recording the day after, and I don't want to watch 14 hours of television again until like of the news again mm-hmm. until ever 2025 like, <laughs> i don't want January anything to happen where right. i sit in front of the television watching the news clutching my face and crying for one reason or another and it's happened twice this month already so three times thrice yeah is it thrice it was- the last three Wednesdays were the inauguration, the impeachment, oh, the and impeachment the insurrection. The right, the insurrection. So, like, I was talking about the insurrection. I did not mm-hmm, watch. Mm-hmm. I did not turn the TV on for the impeachment. Um, I but I did follow on my phone. I mean, wrapped. I <sighs> I got. Do you do you have your phone telling you like how much screen time you use? No. Why would I do that? I don't understand why anyone like does that. Mine gives me like a weekly report of like. Turn it off. Why time. do you have that on? Turn it off. Because I want to know how much time I'm staring at my fucking phone. And it went down by 16% after the impeachment. Nice. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Because that was when I could stop like when I could peel my fucking eyes away from it. Anyway, none of this has anything to do with Will and Grace. No, um, it doesn't. But we haven't spoken to you in what five weeks or something. One year, one calendar year. Uh, what are you drinking? I am drinking a vodka with blackberry bubbly because I am lazy. It's what delicious. Um, I am drinking red fucking wine because, as Great. we've discussed many times, sometimes vodka is wine. Sometimes fashion is jokes, and sometimes vodka sometimes is wine. Sometimes vodka is wine. It hey, you know what? That's what happens here on Will and Grace and Vodka. You never know what you're gonna get. Yeah, absolutely. We are just like a box of chocolates. Mm-hmm. Speaking of um, that cheesy as fuck celebrating America thing last night. I love that. Oh it. my god, loved the Tom it. Hanks thing. Could we not have gotten Hanks a scarf? He could oh, not I, speak. Oh, was he too cold? He was watch. too cold. He could not get the words out because his mouth was frozen. Could we not have handed the man a scarf? <laughs> That's adorable. Oh, poor Tom. It was it was so cheesy and ridiculous and over the top and wonderful. And we all deserved that. We deserved it. We deserved the happiness we were feeling. We deserved to feel joy. Amanda Gorman clutched at all of our hearts Whoa! with that Amanda poem. Gorman, no. Just, I am thrilled. I am so glad that we get to start this podcast now being like, 
not even maybe discussing politics because Joe Biden is just going to do his thing and hopefully do all the good things and tell Mitch McConnell to go fuck himself like I did. And then I got banned from Twitter. Okay, wait, but you did not tell him to go fuck himself. You literally told him to step on a Lego and you got a seven day ban. I got a seven day ban for telling Mitch McConnell that he should hurt, like that he should get physically hurt. So someone in Mitch McConnell's corner who I don't know. You weren't even that vague tweet. about it, though. You just said Legos. That is a children's plaything. Yeah, I told him that he. I hope he steps on Legos barefoot for every morning for the rest of his life, and I have a seven-day Twitter suspension. I'm very proud. I told Marjorie Taylor Greene to get fucked, and no one bothered me. That's free speech. That's not hate <laughs> speech. You can tell whoever you want to get fucked, but if you tell them that you wish them physical harm, which I did. You get banned for seven days. So watch what you say, guys. Just tell people to get fucked. Yeah, I guess go around telling everybody that you have the slightest disagreement with to get fucked. Is somebody behind you in line at a grocery Mm -hmm. store standing too close? Turn around. Tell them to get fucked. Mm -hmm. I mean, God, I really wish I could. Um, Because going to the grocery store, there's the thing where some people don't see the very, very clearly marked dots on the ground telling you where you can stand. It makes me I want to them to get fucked. I don't understand. <gasps> I don't understand. I have, I have told people, like, you need to back up. Oh, yeah, me too. Like, I've, I've been, like, polite about it, for get, sure. Get, I, get to it. Um, David, my, it's time to stop being polite and start getting real. Seven strangers packed to live in a house. Or is it twelve? Are they still making seasons of the real world? I don't think so. If they are, then we have not been hearing about it enough. I don't think they are. Um, regardless, that's not the TV show that this podcast is about. No, it is not. Our podcast is about Will and Grace. It is. But before we start, mm-hmm. there's something cute that we have to talk about. There is something cute that we have to talk about. We have to talk about Jamie from Dayton. Jamie. <clears throat> Jamie from Dayton. <clears throat> David, are you okay? Do you love it? I tried that to much? talk through a burp. I tried to talk through a burp. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, red wine, y'all. Um, Jamie, thank you for your very sweet email. We loved your email. Um, Jamie told us about how she met her, or her Will and Grace story, basically. And she mm-hmm. um, just found the pod. So she is listening to a lot of us talking, which is like saint making. <laughs> like, Yeah, for sure. I certainly can't listen to that much of us. Um, but she no, met her... She met her bestie, Richard, through a conservatory when she was a kid at Theater Conservatory. And then years later, after she'd left the program, they were cast in a show and he was he played her father and they became inseparable. And then at the end of the email, she said this. He is absolutely the will to my grace. He's my person. He's my 3 a.m. text, the one who calms me down and the one who pushes me to face my fears. He recently got me on a roller coaster after like a decade <laughs> <laughs> because he knew me as a kid and also because I'm short. Hi. I love you. That was me. Uh, Back to it. He calls me the little one. (laughs) That's so cute. (laughs) My Christmas present in 2016 was a huge framed poster from our production of Fiddler on the Roof, which was also my first show in fourth grade and how we met. (laughs) Oh, 
It's in my living room, so he's forever in my house. Because of our relationship, I know what having a person is. And guess what? It's pretty freaking amazing. Oh, Jamie. That is so sweet. Um, Y'all, tell us about the wills to your graces, the graces to your wills, the jacks to your Karens, the jacks to your graces. We would love to hear about it. And the jacks to your wills. And the jacks to your wills. And the Karens to your wills. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's why I love I this show. Jamie, thank you so much for telling us your story. It was really beautiful, and we wish you all the best. And we're so glad you're here. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome to the fam. Hey, girl. Enjoy. Hey, girl. When you finally catch up to this point in some I'm going to tell her that we shouted her out this episode. Oh, that's good. That's smart. That's smart. Okay. <laughs> well, hey, girl. Shout out. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. We love you, Jamie. Thank you so much. Uh, Carolyn, tell me, hmm. what's the episode that we're talking about today? We are talking about, my goodness, we are almost to the end of season six. Holy uh, shit. Episode 621, titled, I Never Cheered for My Father, which <laughs> is based on some obscure movie. I never somethinged for my father. I don't know. Never I looked danced it up. for my father. I never danced for my father, Gene Hackman. Mm-hmm. Is it not obscure? Because I don't know what the fuck that is. It's not, I mean, it's a little obscure, yeah. Uh, original air date, April 8th, 2004, directed by James Burroughs and written by Adam Barr, which you can tell. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell me, <laughs> tell me the video summary, David. At Tina's, Leslie Ann Warren's, urging, Will tries to find out if there is a new woman in his father's life. Jack's son decides to try out for the high school cheerleading squad. Great. Trivia? Great. <laughs> Deborah Messing's baby was born the day this episode aired. Isn't that cute? Oh, oh my gosh. April 8th, 2004. Yeah. She has a little Aries baby. Um, <laughs> that's adorable. Yeah. Uh, so she does not appear in this episode because she no. was on bed rest, according to Fabulous. Fabulously uncensored. <laughs> uh, uh, and she doesn't appear in the episode, but Will talks to her on the phone. Mm-hmm. And this is the only time we see Elliot in season six. Oh, kind of a bummer. Mm-hmm. But a great episode for he's, him. He's so cute, that Michael Aaron Garno. Garnaro. And, and Gennaro, whatever. He's a sweetie in this episode. It's adorable. He is. I absolutely adore him in this episode. I can't wait to talk about it. Um, is, oh. Uh, oh, yeah. Is, uh, do we have any trivia from Fabulously Uncensored? Yeah, that was that she was on bed rest. Oh, right. Oh, duh. Sorry. Sometimes I can read, sometimes I can't. It actually comes and goes. Not dissimilar to, you know, a Wi-Fi signal. That's about how my reading comprehension works. Um, Are there any people (laughs) of color in this episode? Yes, actually. Quite a few of the cheerleading extras. No one had a speaking part, but there were quite a few people of color uh, cheerleaders. Okay. So... Now, I was actually dive... like kind of surprised. Like th- it, most of them were people of color, not the blonde cheerleader who got the lines, right? But most of them. Um. All right. So, shall we? Yes. Let's do. Interior apartment. <laughs> Jack is cooking. Jack is cooking. What? I don't. He's cooking in Will's home. 
And Eovald. he has like a like he's poking at a pan. <laughs> hey, what are you poking? First of all, what you doing, babe? And B of all, Jack doesn't cook. And C of all, no one cooks in my home but me. Oh, Mm-mm. yeah. I think maybe it was some. Maybe it was like a risotto. And that needs um, stirring. Will Will just wanted him to stir it for a little while. Okay, perhaps. Well, and he had some cleaning. To, Will's and Will's cleaning. That's the other part of the gag. Because because Grace is out of town and he's getting her snout and paw prints off of every surface. <laughs> it's very cute. <laughs> that made me laugh so hard. Um, and he's like, you know, loving how good of a cleaner he is. Obviously, there's a knock at the door. It's Tina, Will's dad's girlfriend. Right, because he's now no longer with, you know, his mom. So she's just his girlfriend now. It's no longer a mistress situation. Right, though which... it's not a knock at the door. I fucked up, is is the thing, mm. and we're still going, which is nice of you, but I fucked mm. up. Why? Uh, How? Because there's not a knock at the door yet. Karen comes. Oh first. God, no! <laughs> You're correct. I'm so stupid. We get Will tells Jack that Tina is coming, but first uh-huh. Karen comes in. She's working at Jock's. She's got a little dish towel over her hand, and she is exhausted She's by having three to work. Stations. I mean, it's the it's the breakfast rush, and mm-hmm. Jack has left her. Why is Will making risotto in the morning? That's something we decided. <laughs> Well, we've decided that he wants breakfast risotto. <laughs> Maybe it's oatmeal. Oatmeal needs Maybe. stirring. If you're doing old-fashioned oats, that needs stirring. I bet you anything, oh. Will. Will Truman is a mm. a stovetop oats breakfast gay. I'll tell you what, they are filling but not highly caloric, and they are high in fiber. Wink, wink, wink. Um, so... He's stirring oats is what we've decided now. Okay. It's not risotto. It's oats. Okay. Yeah. So Karen's got a cell phone at her el- at her shoulder. And she says, Jack, you have a phone call. It's Elliot. He wants you to come to his basketball game. Jack doesn't want to go to the basketball game. Hmm. And Karen goes out into the hallway and she tells Elliot, Jack and I were ice skating and we... F- <laughs> and he <laughs> plunged through the ice. Haven't heard from him never- since. You want to try out to be a cheerleader, and Jack, of course, leaps for the phone and says, "Burr, I'm back," <laughs> which is my joke of the episode. Oh, very good. Okay, because Excellent. I thought that was so so funny. I laughed out loud the way he like Burr, hops I'm in back. and takes the phone and says, "Burr, I'm back." <laughs> Cold open. Um, Credits. So. Uh, we are then in Will's apartment, and then Tina is there. Then she's there. She gets yeah. there. Yes. She's, she thinks. She's distraught. She's upset. Truly. She's concerned. Like, she's worried. Leslie and Warren is such a dish. And a treasure. Like, that God is, damn, she's that so is fucking good. A dish is the only way to describe her. Mm, she's. Agreed. She's a dish. She's wearing all black. Her tits are out. Like, she looks incredible. Mm-hmm. And she's just so good in this role. She's phenomenal. She's so, she's absolutely the right choice to play this ditz. Um, 
So she thinks that Will's dad is cheating on her. Sad. Yeah. Bummer town. He's sneaking. And- he's sneaking around. He won't have mm-hmm. sex with her. Yep. And Will is very like off put by all of the sex with his parents talk. It's very cute. They never, by the way, say George's name one time. I found oh, that weird. Interesting. I didn't Isn't notice that. Isn't that strange? Not even one time did they say George. It was always your father. Like, isn't that strange? That is really strange. I wonder if that was a choice. Like an intentional one. I didn't understand it at all. Because I was trying to remember his name and I couldn't. And I had to look it up after the episode because nobody said it. Wow. (laughs) Hmm. Okay, Okay. So she wants Will to find out what's going on with George for her, which is weird but she can't ask any of her married friends because she slept with all their husbands and <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. um anyway jack we go over to jack's apartment he's very pleased elliot's going out for cheer or no mm-hmm. we're in the hallway sorry and then and karen wishes she could see how fat mason got yeah strange joke. stan stan wishes stan could see because oh it's being passed down to your from your father right, right yeah yeah I don't I I didn't get the joke. I think as we move along as we're in season 6, Adam Barr does not write Karen well. Interesting because I think that she's really strong in this episode in other places. Oh, really? Because of the pedophilia or Oh, I I didn't think of it as that at all. I thought it was just I was like wildly uncomfortable with both of those oh, jokes. Oh, really? Yes, extremely. Interesting. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I just thought it was absurd. I I was really uncomfortable by both of them. Okay. We'll get to All them. Right. We'll get to them. Well, yeah, we'll get there in, in just moments. Um, okay. So, Elliot arrives. He needs to come up with a good cheer. And um, he's explaining, no, I'm really not good at this. And Karen is, you know, concerned that he's not going to be any good. And Jack says, no, we must encourage him no matter how deep the shame runs. And it gets a laugh. But also, that's a lovely thing to say about your Mm -hmm. son. And like, definitely something that you should do if you have a child. Like, it's very very earnest and sweet. Yeah, if they have shame, you should like, I mean... You should help them move past their shame and try to do well at something mm-hmm. that they're trying to do. Um, just my two cents. Absolutely. Uh, okay. So he tries to show them his cheer and it's like, and that's kind of it. And he like says some words. I don't remember what they are. And they're like, obviously not impressed. And Karen does this weird thing where she stands up and she makes like she's going towards him with her hand raised, like she's going to hit him. And she's like, why you miserable, ungrateful? And like Jack stops her. And it's very strange. And I didn't get it at first. And I don't still have like a great explanation for it. But I did think like, this is strange and I'm laughing. Like she's she's like crazy, overly aggressive and about his performance. And I just didn't. I don't know. It didn't flow. It didn't. I didn't get it. Like it wasn't funny. 
there was some like level of absurdity there that wasn't totally consistent with yeah the usual format of the show. So I'm right. I I agree with you there. Um. So Jack goes on trying to suss out like what they should make the cheer about, and Elliot's like it should be good and enthusiastic, and he mulls that over. And then let that roll around, let that roll around. Yeah. It's rolling, it's rolling. How about this? And then it's boy, are we enthusiastic? We are feeling. Oh, now I forget the rhythm. <laughs> because it's like weird and G-O-O-D. like oh oh d. It's it's like weirdly syncopated too. It's uh it's some sophisticated yeah. musicianship on the part of uh, Sean Hayes. Indeed, um, it's very good and cute. And then Karen says to. Elliot, you get more attractive every time I see you. And I'm like, no, that's gross. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's 16. Ew. Ew. That grosses I, me I, out. I, I like, I just, I didn't think of it like that at all. I just giggled. But I see where you're coming from. Um, That's the end of that scene. And what is, oh, <laughs> so Will is now going to his father's place. And he's knocking on the apartment door. No one's answering. And he says, Dad, I know you're home. I want to talk to you. I don't care that you're seeing somebody, but we I just need to talk to you. And who should open the door? But his mother. His mother. Marilyn is there. She's the other woman. And I would like to make... Your father and I were making pookie pookie. My ringtone, please. <laughs> That's great. The way that Blythe Danner husky voices her way through that line is... Pookie pookie. Yeah. Oh, my God. So funny. <clears throat> so they ran into each other. They had a nice time. And one thing led to another. And they were making pookie pookie. And Will's like, <laughs> great. You're back together. Okay, well, that's great. I don't need any other details. And she says, who's pretty when he smiles? <laughs> I am. <laughs> Sweet. Um, we go back over to Jack's. Mm-hmm. Jack gives Elliot his father's pom-poms. <laughs> because he is, <laughs> Elliot is now fifth generation, right? Fourth. Cheerleader? Fifth. Fourth. Oh, yeah, fifth, because he comes it's, from four Elliot is fifth, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Elliot did not make the squad, sadly. Oh. And Karen Everyone does the hand up thing again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then everybody, and he says, you know, everybody laughed at me, and, and it, it sucked, basically. And Jack is mystified, and I would like to ding, ding, ding now. Okay. It's Karen's weird outfit. It's a suit like normal. It's a shirt. It's a blouse like normal. Mm-hmm. But it is shiny chocolate brown mm. and like a weird orange pattern. It's very 80s board member and I <laughs> get it. Like what is she doing in this outfit? It just it seemed weird. But it stood out for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 This is a weird episode, I feel. It's a strange episode. It's definitely not one of my favorites. It's a weird so hiccup in the rhythm. Yeah, that too. Um, I'm glad to we, see we, Elliot. We I think, and there's no grace. So I'm sure they were flailing for some storylines. 
mm-hmm. um, maybe without her. So we don't have her. We don't have Leo. We don't have, I don't know. It just, it's a weird episode. It has a weird vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. So Jack is furious about him not having made made the squad. And he's going to go give that school a piece of his mind. And he stomps out. Karen, my pom-poms. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So back over to Will's apartment. <laughs> Will's on the and phone with Grace. She's peeing. <laughs> which also, like, there's nothing wrong with peeing while you're on the phone with somebody as long as you don't make a big, you know, Fuss. don't make all the noise. Um. Also, like, who cares? It's Grace, Will. What do you... Of course she's peeing. Duh. Um, And he uh, does this thing. (laughs) You please, please, yes. Oh, my thing is probably not your thing, but he does this thing that I hate in television shows where he says, I have to go, bye. And he just puts the phone down on the coffee table without clicking any buttons. It makes me crazy. And you know who was really guilty of it was Seventh Heaven. Oh, you've said this before. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm you've said this mm-hmm. before on this very podcast. You've said mm-hmm, that Seventh mm-hmm. Heaven did that all the time. Yes. Huh. huh. Well, now I know. And I will probably never watch Seventh Heaven again. So there's that. No, why on earth would you? No, no I don't have any. God. Don't really need to watch that show. Um so there is now there's a knock at his door mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is when the knock comes and it is Tina. And she starts by being like, how are you? And he's like, good. And she's like, I don't care. Never mind. Just tell me, what did you find out? And Will can't stop smiling. And she's, he's like, I have bad news. And she's like, well, why are you smiling then? He's like, I don't know. That's what I do. It helps calm people down. It's I've done it twice today already. One of my friends died. Anyway, uh, you were right. <laughs> my dad is seeing someone else and it sounds serious and you should move on. And she's like, God damn it. I'll bet she's a whore. Um, and she, you know, there's all kinds of jokes about her being uh, a, a, a serial mistress. When am I ever going to find a married man who's faithful to me? <laughs> and um, uh, she she continues to call the other woman a whore. And Will does mm-hmm. not let on that it's his mother. No, he does not. And we jump over to the school. Elliot wants to let it go, but mm-hmm. Jack has seen Gypsy, and he's not gonna. If he's learned anything, uh, that you should push your children into show business and berate them until they hate you. Yes, and then he just shrieks, Melody! <laughs> <laughs> That's my joke of the episode, is because Karen does it too. It's just like I will make, it's I will not make a scene. So funny. <laughs> I just it's think it's hysterical. funny when people so we shriek. find Melanie it, it's, it is the funniest when people just shriek out of nowhere um, so we find Melanie and Karen Karen also has a half full Bloody Mary and it's that is hysterical but then yeah. she literally blatantly hits on 
a high school cheerleader. And that mm-hmm. grossed me out so much that I couldn't handle the rest of the scene. I didn't think it was I didn't I didn't think of it as hitting on. I thought it was just Karen being weird again. Like I just didn't read Karen it. Karen literally like hit on. You ever on seen her. the inside like, of a limo? I mean, that's disgusting. If that was an old old man, (laughs) if that was an old man to a 16 year old girl, how is that any different? It was so gross to me. And maybe it's because I'm coming to it from a a woman's perspective because I've been in that position. I was I thought I felt sad for Melanie. Sorry, guys. I know this isn't what you come to this podcast for, but I did not like that. And I don't know why Adam thought that was funny. Well, shit, girls, sometimes jokes don't hold up. And that is what this podcast is for. So <gasps> you're tell it. right. Tell it. That did that did not hold up at all. At all. Um, um, so Jack tells Melanie that they come from a long line of cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. And she's like, he sucked. And I really like the way she delivered that line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she killed it. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, then they do the cheer together, and it's very gay, which is a delight. It's very shoulder shimmery and and like yeah. very Jack. And then Elliot stops in the middle of it, and he's like, no, I don't want to do this. And he kind of storms out, and Jack <laughs> follows him out into the hall, and he's, he, he's like, I don't want to be a cheerleader. I just want you to pay attention to me. Oh. And oh. like, I love... I love this part because it's, you know, it's sort of the subversion of that thing of, you know, a gay kid wanting his straight dad to pay attention to him and like to like the things that he likes. And that's kind of where Jack goes with it. He's like, I used to give manicures on the corner, like a lemonade stand, and my dad never stopped. And what kind of man doesn't want a manicure from a roadside manicure from his own son? (laughs) That got me good. Uh, but it, it's the the sentiment that matters here, you know, which is Absolutely. that they're coming at this from the same thing. And Jack then, you know, m- years ahead of his time says, I'm sorry, I repeated that cycle. And that's just language that I never heard until the last five years or so mm-hmm. in, in mm-hmm. therapy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so well done, writers and Jack. Um And Elliot so sweetly says, I'd let you give me a manicure. Oh. (laughs) And Jack says, I'll come to your basketball games. (laughs) It's just, what a sweet, wonderful moment. That's my son, the one whose nails match his jersey. Can I guess what your fashion moment is? Uh, We haven't gotten to it just yet, so no. No, I'm not going to say it out loud, but is it right now? In this I mean, next of scene? course it is, Carolyn. <laughs> like, obviously it is. Okay, so we go to the apartment where we find ding, Will. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> He's wearing a shorty robe. Uh-huh. Anytime Will's in a shorty robe, it's my fashion moment. Obviously. You know that I firmly believe, and it's actually, like, and trust me, I know how this sounds, but believe me, it's not sexual. I just think that men should be more comfortable wearing shorter pants in general because it's more comfortable when Short more pants. of your leg is exposed. It is freeing. And I believe in that. 
And I always have. And I know that you're about to make a little joke about all my short Why shorts not? and all my tiny little I love your trunks. short shorts. Why the hell would I do that? I love your legs. We have said that many times on this podcast. You have the best thighs in podcasting. And how dare you? <laughs> Thank you. Best I only want to see you in your underpants. So... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't well, know what you're talking about. <laughs> hey, and you know what? Ditto, girl. Um, <laughs> I fucking love shorty robe. I love shorty I love robe. Shorty robe, and the whole the whole scene is full of jokes <laughs> about the shorty robe as well. It should be because yes. it is okay to love them. It is also okay to ridicule them. Um, but it man, is, I, and it's it's real funny. You know what are hard to find. Men's shorty robes now. Well, that's too bad. I know. I want like a soft terry cloth shorty robe. I live in Los Angeles for Pete's sake. I don't need a full coverage robe. (laughs) I'm living in sin with another gay man. There's no reason I should have a long robe. Today, one of the things that my husband was mad at is that it snowed some days ago. Hmm. And it's January and the snow mm-hmm. hasn't melted yet. Oh, no. Yeah, well, I can see the injustice. I know. Uh, clear as day. Bless. You should write to the alderman. Um. I will. He's my friend. <laughs> he is. We're, um, we're friends now. Amaya? I had Alar? a long conversation. No, no, no. He's He's been out of office for a while. Uh, Matt Martin took his position. Oh, cool. Um, not like took it, but Amaya was running for governor and uh, oh, Matt right. got in office and I have now run into him and we had a very long conversation on election day, uh, which was very cool. Oh, I'm just right. talking to my alderman on election day while I'm working the polls, you know, like a like a civic duty, like a like a citizen of the United <laughs> States. Um, I had way more vodka Indeed. than I thought I was going to. Way to go, girl. Me too. Wine, though, not vodka. Yeah, you never any vodka. I just finished wine. it. I just finished it rather expeditiously. Quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Almost there. Marilyn. Yeah. Tells Will mm-hmm. that he has ruined everything by telling Tina because she didn't want che- Tina gone. George cheated on her because it was fun. Mm-hmm. And cheating is fun. And she liked all the sneaking around. And what is wrong with you? And she's like, I felt like a sexual spy, which got me good. <laughs> uh-huh. And she calls him the meddler in the mini robe, which yeah. was great. And then there's a knock on the door. She tells <gasps> Will to fix it, and then he answers the door, and it's Tina. <gasps> oh! And she says, I found out the whore is your mother. Can- Jesus, the the amount of times they said whore in this episode I mean, it's pretty funny. Like, out of control so many times, it was hysterical. I know we're not supposed to laugh at that, but it's funny. I'm laughing at it in this context. It's pretty funny. Yeah, Um, it's pretty funny. I think that there's like Leslie Ann Warren's mouth. And and we're not talking about actual sex workers here. We're talking about slutty people. Yeah. And and so like, I think we're good. I think we're fine. And. Uh, <laughs> uh, she's like, I found out the whore is your mother, and he steps aside and he goes, "Meet my mother, 
Whore, mistress, mistress, whore. <laughs> <laughs> and then... They're uh, catting Marilyn, each other. It's Marilyn great. tells Tina, you're like page four in the midlife crisis catalog. Yep. So what happens is, Will tries to lawyer the situation. He tells Tino to move on. He tells Marilyn to get back with George. He kicks them out of his apartment so that he can go scrub until Drink he half a bottle again. of Chardonnay and scrub until scrub, scrub his body until he feels clean again. Mm-hmm. And they're on their way to the elevator. And they say, so we're not doing that, right? No, we're not. And they agree on days to the days on which they get George. And everybody's happy. And they 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 great walk away in happy polyamory. Is that yeah. what polyamory hey, is? I um if everyone's a consenting adult, I'm I'm not sure if it involves Tina and Marilyn also having a relationship. No, it doesn't. Polyamory is when a person is in love with several different people at a time or a couple of yeah. different people. Right. I'm I'm fairly certain. Please correct me if I'm wrong. But Yeah, totally. We're open to that. Some some people can handle that and I could not. Nope. Not me. Not for me. Sorry. There 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 was a young there was a young man I dated who was polyamorous. Mm. And I was like, No, thank you. No. But you enjoy. Um You have a great time. Uh 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 so that's great. That's sweet. And they've resolved their thing. And we got a cute little tag. Yep. I don't remember it very much. I don't actually remember what happened. <laughs> <laughs> the note says Elliot learns about his cheering heritage and Jack Jack is showing him pictures of their of their grandfathers, their forefathers cheering and how mm-hmm. uh uh one of them lost his arm in the war and then he just then cheered, he cheered with, with one, one arm. Right. This, the beach at Normandy, he, he was right yeah. there with them saying, fight, fight, fight. That's, that's and a good thing. Now, now he cheers with one arm, yes. Right, right. And Elliot says, if I say that I'm proud, can I go home? Yeah. Uh, end of episode. That Yeah, that's the end of episode. David, do you have any takeaways? Um, I guess it would be to meet your, your, your kid where they're at and engage with what they're interested in. Don't try to force them into being interested in what you're interested in. All right. Extremely good. You're extremely good. What's your takeaway? Oh, I don't know. It's the same. I don't stay out of your parents' love lives, maybe. <laughs> totally stay out of your parents' love lives, and don't ask your 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 would be stepchild to intervene on your behalf in your love Please. life. Please, because that's not appropriate either, Leslie. Also, Tina. don't Les lie Tina. to your son. Like more lying to your son. He's had Ooh. enough. He has. He's been through a Marilyn. lot. Marilyn. I do love the line that she says to him he, when Will's like, why don't you ask one of your other sons? And she's like, they can't help me. They're straight. They know nothing about uh, navigating yes. the, the details of sexual espionage. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Or oh, melodrama. Something about melodrama. Bless. Um, oh, okay. 
So that that was no. that was fucking you know whatever. We're back. The show's great. The end of We're season back. six is we amazing. Missed you. We missed you so much. The end of season six. There's so much good. David, do you just around the corner <clears throat> for you? Oh my god. Hmm. It's true. Do you think maybe since the last episode of season six is technically a double episode, we Let's should double, double them episode? Up. Yeah, we should. I don't want to split that up. I want to do it together. We just had a business meeting on air. Now you all get to see how yep. the sausage gets made. It's one question and an answer. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> that's how we business meet. <laughs> On the um, day of the insurrection, my my business partner and I were supposed to have a business meeting, and she texted me, um, and I texted her, yeah, no. Absolutely the fuck not. <laughs> There's and an then insurrection. The, the other day I texted her, and I was like, remember when we were going to have a business meeting the day of the insurrection? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What a day. Oh, I'm so glad it's over, you guys. If you <sighs> love us, we are still in the middle of a pandemic, so we totally understand if you can't. But if you are able, you can go to patreon.com slash Will and Grace and Vodka and support us like the very cool people, Julie G, Natalie G, and Nikki B, for your patronage. We thank you very, very much. We love you. If all. you don't do so already. Desperately. Rate, review, subscribe. We are only allowed to accept five star ratings at this time anything less is a felony yeah um so please keep that in mind um <laughs> as always pj hanky thank you for our theme music sasha garretson god we adore you what an executive producer you are and then you can follow us at will and grace pod on instagram and twitter and you can follow us both at certainly david and at Kara says so i will be back on the day this episode drops tweeting all the things i promise not to threaten anyone bodily harm i can't believe that you're <laughs> off twitter for a lego tweet um i know it's I've, we've said worse things about him on this podcast anyway 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 <laughs> i i do me a favor okay say good night gracie yes Okay, good night, Gracie. <laughs>